just because it's starting slow and quiet doesn't mean that's not just part of the plan. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well on our way to 3,000 subscribers. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms, your daily source for Arizona Cardinals content, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So what's up? Is there anything to talk about? I mean, with, you know, the legal tampering portion of the free agency vessel beginning today, there are the questions that are looming over everybody's head. Why haven't the Cardinals made a move yet? Why hasn't everything changed? Why are all these big names coming off the board and the Cardinals aren't the one who's signing them? This is the perfect time. And as I'm recording this podcast, the Cardinals haven't made any moves. This is the disclaimer I'm going to give, you know, all week. The Cardinals have a lot of work to do. The self-healing is what needs to start first. And this offseason, the Cardinals have gotten on their way to that. You know, removing Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury, signing Monty Asifor to Jonathan Gannon, on the way to the self-love necessary in an effort to hopefully change the trajectory of an organization. So while you're seeing teams sign big-time free agents to big-time cheese, it shouldn't be looked at as the Cardinals are missing out. It should be looked at as the Cardinals are rebuilding themselves. Oh, that's a cop out. Why are you not talking about names? Why are you not talking about Javon Hargraves going to the 49ers? Why are you not talking about, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's all outside noise. The Cardinals cannot compare themselves to any other organization. They need to run their own race and hopefully, and you'd think they would because there's no reason not to believe that this is the case. They're going again. They're going with the game plan they have in place. It's so much fun to see the team that you cover or the team that you follow, have been a fan of a long time, make a big splash early on. Make that big splash. Well, check that box. Deserves the money. This team's going to change. Where would the Cardinals start first? They've got needs at pretty much every position. So... Taking stock of what's out there. This free agent class isn't like booming with transcendent talent. There are a couple pieces there, but it's not like the Cardinals are missing out on this laundry list of players that are going to change the face of organizations. And just because this looks like how last season looked as the tampering legal tampering stage started where Steve kind of sat on his hands and did nothing, 
this isn't that. And it's going to take a while to differentiate between the two. It's going to take a while to be like, well, this does look different. It's going to be different. It can't not be different. Well, that's, you know, easy to say just because there's, who cares? The Cardinals were hamstrung by ineptitude at the front front office and head coaching department for the last five years, four years. Okay. What I've continued to say and what I've continued to relay and implore people to at least infuse a little bit into their thought processes when it comes to this organization moving forward is what the Cardinals have now that they didn't have with an absolute definition of the word with the last regime is possibilities. The Cardinals have possibilities now. Will they come to fruition? Don't know. What the Cardinals didn't have for the last decade through the ups and downs was someone who was willing to adapt, someone who was willing to acknowledge the fact that maybe he should change his draft theories. He should change his draft boards. He should change what he's done for a decade because it wasn't working. He didn't. So what we will experience now is a radical shift in the basic theory that makes a GM great. And that's being adaptable. Understanding when something isn't going well and adapting, looking in the mirror. And we don't know what the future of the Cardinals organization is going to be. It could be exactly what it's been for the last 60 years. It could be. But what Michael Bidwell has done for the first time since taking over his owner like true, truly, is do the opposite of what he's done. Nobody thought Steve Kahn would ever be fired. But he did it. Nobody thought that they would hire outside the organization in key positions with a big transition like this. That's exactly what they did. So with the most pivotal 24 months for this organization that we've seen in a long time, the one thing that it's, you know, just coded with is possibilities. And going into this sector of free agency with the legal tampering phase, I mean, I mean, you know, we're five, six hours, seven hours in is Trust, and I know that's tough. Trust that Michael Bidwell truly understands the faults of his past as it pertains to running this organization. And that he has put people in power that know far more about football than him in an effort to make more right decisions than wrong ones. So just because the Cardinals have been on the sideline so far for the first handful of hours, in no way, shape, or form, I hate cliches, means that the Cardinals aren't prepared to take this free agency head on in the best way 
that will shape the future of this team in the strongest and most scalable form possible. And that's all I've got right now because the Cardinals haven't done anything. But that doesn't mean that they're not exactly where they want to be. And that doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong up until this point. It just means they haven't signed anybody. You got to take it at face value. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen. One, both, neither. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen. We're going to be hearing it until uh, Christian Kirk is infused into the, both of their contracts and they're both offered way too much money and they're both gone or re-sign them both or one or neither. Also, for Arizona Cardinal, Justin Pugh tweeted out something really interesting as it pertains to a potential trade-down scenario for the Cardinals in the 2023 draft. And I know we're talking free agency, but I feel like it's paramount to discuss what I think to be the best idea that's been floated out there if the Cardinals were to trade back to this one specific spot. And I'll talk about that uh, in the final segment. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen, Neither or both. That's next. What's first, though, is, you know, there are a lot of, you know, games out there that you can play. That's pretty, you, know, you play video games. You can do, you know, whatever. And when it comes to sports and when it comes to, you know, fun things to, you know, make you feel closer to the game. But. There are very few things like Ultimate Football GM. What is Ultimate Football GM, you ask? Well, first of all, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. And you've heard me talk about this mobile game app. And if you've ever thought that you'd make a good GM, you got to give this game a try. It's not video games. It's not anything like that. You have true control over your team. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty, man. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling your destiny, um, the destiny of your, your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating players' salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. All's quiet in the desert so far during the legal tampering stage of free agency. Alex Lancy, Lockdown Cardinals, please, if you want, wherever you get your podcast, go leave a review, man. Tell, tell them how much you like my beer. I mean, I feel like that's the most important thing. Podcast, if you, want, if you like the podcast, sure. You leave a review if you want, but it's really beard season until it's not. It's just going to get hotter than Hades uh, in Phoenix real quick. I implore you 
to take the slow and steady wins the race approach. That's two cliches in a segment and a half. I'm really unhappy with myself. Just because there aren't blockbuster moves made by the Arizona Cardinals currently doesn't mean that they're falling behind. It doesn't mean that Austin Fort and Bill are out of control and don't know what they're doing. It doesn't mean anything. Because as we go into the 2023 season, you're going to hear me talk a lot about win-loss record doesn't matter this season. It's about culture shift. It's about trajectory shift. It's about implementing a plan for the future led by a bunch of people who have never held the job that they currently hold. So it's going to be exciting. It's probably going to be a little rudimentary at times. But what it is, is radical transformation from everything the Arizona Cardinals have ever adhered to. And you know what that does? Radical transformation from a perennially losing franchise gives the art of possibility to a situation that looked pretty, pretty bad last year. So as there were signings, I'll talk about them. But I feel like especially with the kickoff, it was absolutely necessary to just do a hard reset. And again, implore people to look at the big picture here because a lot of this is going to happen next offseason, not now. Byron Murphy or Zach Allen? Zach Allen or Byron Murphy? Both have had injury concerns. One earlier in his career, one more recently. One has played played in an all-pro-ish level last year in Zach Allen. One put together two halves of two seasons back-to-back at Pro Bowl level in Byron Murphy. Who is more important to the future of this team? That's such a difficult question to ask. When you look at both situations, they're both going to garner a lot of cheese. They are. One plays more of a premium position in Byron Murphy. He kind of moved from the slot corner role to playing outside. He can do both now. He also plays a position that the Cardinals have severely lacked with talent since as long as I can remember. Patrick Peterson, when he was locked down corner, he was by himself. Antonio Cromartie, one year, came and played alongside Patrick Peters. But that was it. Brandon Williams started after never playing corner in college. That's kind of where we were experiencing that with the Arizona Cardinals. So if Byron Murphy walks and you look at the cornerback room going into 2023, you're like, yuck. That's not taking anything away from Marco Wilson. It's not because he showed flashes last year. He did, but he's not a CB1. So that means in this draft, they'd have to draft their CB1. And that means that with the two guys, uh, Devin Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez there, in the mid top 10 of the first round. It's like, well, do you trade back for them? Say you sign Byron Murphy and you give him maybe more money than the Cardinals want to. 
are the injury concerns worth paying him that much money with his back injury? Zach Allen, rock solid last year. Zach Allen made himself a lot of money, but it was a contract year. Is that what you're going to get from Zach Allen every year? Is that what you're going to get without J.J. Watt there? Even though I think that is a kind of a, a, a dig at Zach Allen. Because I don't think J.J. Watt was like the springboard for what caused Zach Allen to do what he did. Sure. Was the presence of J.J. Watt immeasurable for the last two seasons for Zach Allen's growth? Absolutely. A thousand percent. But this isn't like Aaron Donald making the the rest of the defensive lineman's jobs easier in, in, in L.A. It's not that. Maybe between the ears? Sure, immeasurable. But I'm still in the camp that Zach Allen's the guy that I would keep if I were the Cardinals. May make a little bit less every year. And the Cardinals front seven just needs to be better because the Cardinals front seven would unlock the ability for the cornerback's job to be easier. The line's out. You build from inside out. And if the Cardinals re-sign Zach Allen and then maybe trade back and draft Jalen Carter, I mean, do you have a strength immediately? The Arizona Cardinals don't have any strengths on their roster that they can rely upon aside from the safety room. That's it. Like, think about it. They have zero strengths on this roster right now. So if they re-sign Zach Allen, draft Jalen Carter, boom. The other side of that, do you want to disperse your talent and then just fill with the draft and fill with friends and build out more of a balanced defense? I could completely see that too. I completely understand that thought process. Whatever it is, and it's still... Again, very, very early. Whatever the plan is, we're going to find out very quickly what Monty Austin Fort, Michael Biddle, and Jonathan Gannon have cooked up. It's fascinating that Byron Murphy and Zach Allen may both not be Arizona Cardinals next year. This is the growing pains. This is what happens when a GM finally gets everything that he's tried to cover up, you know, with band-aids instead of really fixing issues. This is what happens when it all comes to a head. So if they both walk, Cardinals are just reaping what they've sowed up until this point. Justin Pugh had a very, very interesting trade proposal for the Cardinals uh, with the number three overall pick in the draft in a handful of weeks. I think it's a home run. Do you? You'll find out what it is soon. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel, man. Midway point of the NBA season is here. Like, have you seen the Western Conference playoff picture? Wild. 6 through 12, a game, two games in the loss column separating the two. It's wild. Wild, wild, wild. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 
Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, the point scores, uh, and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All is quiet so far. Doesn't mean it's going to happen throughout this whole week. Doesn't mean it won't. This is a very clunky time for the organization that is the Arizona Cardinals. It's kind of a wait-and-see approach. Justin Pugh, uh, former Arizona Cardinal, had a really, really interesting trade package for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, with Carolina moving up, there's already rumblings that they want to move back and accumulate draft capital. Like, if they can get the quarterback they want later, then they're going to do that. Yikes. Justin Pugh, after the news came out that Pro Bowl center Ryan Kelly may be up in trade discussions, Justin Pugh said the Cardinals trade down to number four, Ryan Kelly, should be a part of that trade package. And I thought, that's really interesting. And then I looked, and Ryan Kelly's making less than fourteen, less than $15 million in 2023 and 2024 each year has a cap hit of less than $15 million both years. He's had some injury concerns, but Indianapolis has been a dumpster fire. Their quarterbacks, I mean, have been awful the last couple seasons. And the defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. So, like, if you look at the situation, you remove it, and you look at Ryan Kelly in a vacuum former first-round pick out of Alabama, went super late, uh, and the Cardinals moved down to four, get Ryan Kelly – And then a second round pick in 2023, instead of getting a future first, which the Cardinals wouldn't, you could have, and he's 29, okay? Rodney Hudson was traded to the Cardinals when he was 31. Those two years are the two years that he's under contract for. So I think that if the Cardinals move back and can get Ryan Kelly, plug him in, and maybe you draft another center. Maybe you draft a guard who can play center. So you have that backup. For if and or when Ryan Kelly does get injured the next couple seasons, that would set the Cardinals up for success up front offensively on the offensive line. Because remember, say it with me, if Kyler Murray isn't protected, none of this is going to work. So it piqued my interest because, you know, there are some players, you know, there some offensive linemen in the first two rounds that the Cardinals could definitely draft and have a plug and play uh, a situation. Okay. When you have Ryan Kelly under center at 29, I mean, there are guys that will play till 35 or 36 at center if they stay healthy. So center is not wide receiver. Center is not tight end. Center is not pass rusher, anything like that. If you're good at center and you stay healthy, I mean, Jason Kelsey just reported he's going to come back for the 100th season. So I think that would be at least something to discuss. Is it the best draft package you could probably get? No. No trade package you probably get? No. Would it be like if the Cardinals could get a first rounder by moving back a spot? Is it something that may be a better trade package than getting Ryan Kelly in a second this year? Yeah. 
and paying $15 million to a guy in a season that is all but lost if Kyler Murray doesn't come back in the first you know five or six weeks. I could understand the other side of, no, don't do that. But when Justin brought that up, I'm like, man, that would check a box. That would check a box. And that's why I, my, my ears uh, perked up. And I was like, huh, that's something that could definitely benefit the Cardinals, not now, if not you know for 2023, but for the future. And he's still relatively young. So if you could get the, the camaraderie with him and Kyler Murray, I feel like it'd be a potential home run. That's all for today. We'll keep, again, my final disclaimer is I was recording this. The Cardinals hadn't made any moves up to this point. If they did, uh, I didn't, like, just ignore them and record a podcast. <laughs> that would be uh, not, you know, that'd be uh, malpractice on my part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll keep finger to the pulse. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner, and the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards for all the updated news. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.